Welcome to Raw. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Scaring everybody, yeah. We got today, not the B team, we got just the other team. <laughs> got Matt behind the uh, camera and audio today. Oh, it's good. We got our guest, Johnny D. How you doing? Nice to see you, sir. Hey, good to see you. It's always good. It is. Man. And can we stick with, let's stick with Johnny D through this podcast. I like that. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I got you. Take it back to my old days. It's kind of nice how, you know. We're sitting across the table, and yeah. I'm not picking you up from a a, a, a bar anymore, right? No, nope. That was really a weird day. That was a very oh weird day. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we never have to You got down one. here in Cincinnati, and <laughs> you met a crazy-ass white boy. <laughs> you are not white. For the record, guys, he's not white. You might sound like, wait till you see the recording. He's actually black. What the fuck is up with the weather? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What the fuck is up with the weather? I'm just saying. Oh, oh. It's cold. And it's snow. That's like that Family Guy episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, Give Saturday, me the weather, Matt. <laughs> Saturday, I was at the UC game, and with the cold wind, it's instant chopped lip season. You got to, you got to be, you got to be hey, ready. Look, so look, don't. Good, y'all can't see me. So this is why that's funny. So my my lips started getting chapped a couple of days ago. I got this nice little rib, <laughs> like somebody hit me, man. So I can relate, and I've been look. I've been using the vas the Vaseline faithfully, and it's, just, it's not coming. It, it won't. Carmex, sixty percent of the time, it works every time. <laughs> no, it don't, Thank man. You. I threw that away. <laughs> I threw that away. It don't work. How's this differ from Cleveland? Oh man, um, to be honest with you, this is nothing. Like I, I mean, I just talk stuff because everybody else does, right? And Cleveland, right now, I mean, you, I make a phone call right now. It's probably like seven inches. Seven inches. I'm just. I mean, I'm, yeah, you I'm, better no, you I'm, better be joking. I'm just playing, but I'm saying like we get hit. We get hit hard. We get hit hard. I, I have noticed that usually um, Cincinnati is about 10 degrees warmer, usually somewhere between like 5 to 10 degrees warmer than Cleveland uh -huh. is. And then snow, I mean, you know, we, we're just, we're right there by the water. So it's just, it's, it, we get hit hard. Do y'all have like the closings that we all go through? Like? Uh, how <laughs> uh, we may have two inches of snow on the ground, mm -hmm. but everything in the area like schools, is extracurriculars, the, oh. they all get shut down. So, or do you guys have like the North Syndrome where oh, you guys no. are out there with the snowblower <laughs> going to school? I, it, you know what? I think it depends on the area. Um, a lot of different areas in, in with the, throughout the city, they kind of uh, move a little differently. But the funny thing about it is we, I mean, I remember one time in working in education, you know, you get those days off. It's like we enjoy it. We had like a week off straight. Right. So there's, we, we just get hit. So, so I mean, the roads are really bad. So when someone's driving here and they and you know you, they're acting like they're going like two miles per mm -hmm. hour because they think they think that the weather. Oh, we right. can't drive down here. Nah, Cleveland, Ohio. Man, we just go through it. We go through it. Ohio has some of the worst drivers. The smallest cars are four by fours. <laughs> Basically, yeah, that's what they think they are. You know how much traveling I've done recently. Yeah, and sure. Even, dude, even New York knows how to drive. I thought I was going to be sitting in traffic jams <laughs> like all the movies. Right. All the cabs all lined up. Blah uh -huh. blah blah. Right. Nah, they know how to get up and go. See, I think, so I don't think they know how to drive. I just think they're crazy. I mean, they'll run you over. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's like, the damn truth. <laughs> because, run you over. so we, I used to go there with uh, my mother. We used to take a trip and we, when I was in high school, we'd, we'd invite all our friends and we'd do a big bus. Right. A bus would take us to New York. 
we would shop. It was the, it was the best time ever. But that's when I noticed like New York has the craziest drivers. Yeah. That's when I first found out. Yeah. It's an interesting city. It is. Oh, I love it. I like I will I, I will, we we had a blast. We would go at least once a year really? on a little shopping trip, but staying there and no, I'm fine. See, I'll deal with this. And maybe it was just cuz I was traveling a shit ton before that. Right, right, right. Maybe it was just kind of like I was tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because towards the end, I was like, man, I just want to go home. Right, right. You know, I was right. like, this is a lot of rustle and bustle. And yeah. uh, and you were there for? What do you mean? Like time frame mm-hmm. or? Mm-hmm. When you went? Uh, I was there for like three nights. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was Not there bad. for about three nights. Yeah, cool. That's cool. And we, you know, spread the nonprofit, got right, an right, interview, right. got some stories, nice. talked and networked. It was it was a good day, you know? Yeah. Which, speaking of nonprofit, you're the VP. I am. I am. I am. It's been a pleasure, man. I don't know. I mean, people get to hear you on the podcast, and that's amazing. But um, to meet you, I think they love to meet you. You're a great guy. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not me blush it. through the no, mic. No, I'm, I'm just being honest, man. You're going to make me blush through the um, mic. My compliments, guys. You know what, Matt? You, you look good down there, sir. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, who would ever thought that, what was it, three – Three years ago at a bar, right? I mean, I don't want to make this sound weird or anything, but <laughs> three, four years ago at a bar, and now just closer than ever. Who would have thought we would have started a nonprofit? Nobody. That's the real thing. Mm-mm. I mean, we really took a negative and turned it to a positive. We let the beat build, we and did. that's. I mean, that that goes a. I mean, I, I see that theme a lot with your life, mm-hmm. and that's one reason to have you on the podcast yes, is to sir. talk about some of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you went from zero in basketball to playing overseas, you know? What's it like growing up with that dream and that vision of hooping? Right, right, right. Well, so that's the thing, like, you know, some people are just raw talent. You know, they're really good people. Like, you know, LeBron James, I just feel like sometimes it's like raw talent. Like, no matter what. He just has, he's talented. It helps that um, he was born. It is, it is. And then for some people, you just you just work hard. So like, I mean, I wasn't the most talented kid, but I worked hard. Yeah, um, I put in the work, uh, additional shots after practice, before practice, uh, right? And out in the yard, you know, shooting shots at five in the morning. What's what's the, what's that quote? Hard work beats talent, and talent, talent doesn't work, work hard. hard. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. You have to, you got to work hard, man. And I mean, and that's through everything. You know, that's life in general. But through basketball, basketball gave me that that sense of life, right? Because sometimes you got to have a reason for things. Like I used to, sometimes I, I needed a reason to go to school. Basketball became the reason sometimes. So it's just, it was like yeah. that extra push for me. Right. You know? That's an interesting point. You always have to start with why. Hmm? A if good you don't start why. with why, Read it. Yeah. you won't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's that's something that I think everybody listening can if you don't do it, can take it and run with it. Right. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. if you're working a lackadaisical job mm-hmm. and you're not in the mood to stay there or mm-hmm. to, if, if if it doesn't get you out of bed, right? chase your passions. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, life is too short to sit there and not chase really what gifts God's given you. Yeah, yeah. I agree. What was the come up like in basketball? I mean, I know that you uh, won some championships up in college. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we, um, so I, it was funny, man, a real funny story. I played basketball. I think I started playing like 
I was like in the sixth grade. I made a basketball team. Uh, I think I was in Euclid, like Forest Park or something like that. And um, I was just straight lefty, really good. Like that's all I can use was that left hand. I was really good. Uh, the, but the, the the funny story is my freshman year we all played. I had a group of buddies. We all played. I was good enough to right. make the team. It was amazing. The second year, I was so worried about making junior varsity. Right. So, um, like we, you know, we were like, who's, who you think starting? Who you think starting? And next thing you know, my the coach comes in and he's like, hey, I need you down there with varsity. And I'm like, okay. So that's why my buddy is like, hey, I'll be back. I'll go down there with them. I thought maybe I was the dummy for the day. And then next thing you know, man, like at the end of practice, he's bringing us in. I never went back down with my buddies. He's like, hey, I need you to play some varsity. So I'm like, okay. I need to start JV though. If I'm playing some varsity. No, oh, I need you to start varsity. I was like, wow. So it was amazing because my talent was able to, you know, to put me on a varsity level but then you know you got friendships with buddies that i kind of felt i felt bad my right. friend because my friendships i'm like i feel like they may look at me like man like who we think he is yeah so i don't want my buddies no more right so I mean, it was a tough thing but it, it it was it was cool but it was it was all grinding man grinding yeah do you think that there's politics in coaching because that was yes. one thing that i drove me nuts that Maybe your buddies would have looked at. I, I'm not saying that you were like that because clearly you were able to play in Europe for a little bit. But the politics that go into trying to start. I know football. I, I can talk from football. Yeah. And boy, if you're the coach's favorite, man, you playing. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter right. so that, if you deserve so to the, be out there or not. That's the tough thing, man. I, I feel like they're. I mean, I I coached right, so I coached. Um, at St. Ignatius High School for a few years. Uh, and then I also coached at my college right. uh, for a year, uh, Lake Erie College in Painesville. So I know that, and I know that there are, you know, there are politics behind it, but I also think some things, like if you're a really good player, you're a really good player. If the coach, if the coach's kid is not really good, yes, he may play, but <laughs> at least he's not starting, right? <laughs> <laughs> some cases do, right right but i do think there are there there are there are and um so i i don't have any clear evidence of anything <laughs> um but i've seen some things that made me go like oh wow like yeah that, like that was not supposed to happen and that just happened um again being being in it for years also i coached a lot of aau ball um so it was good it was really good yeah so you coached AAU ball mm -hmm. while playing high school? Uh, when I was coaching AAU, I was in college. I first started when I was in college. Um, I saw I probably was about 18, 19. No, you're right. <laughs> I've probably been like 15, 16 coaching some AAU uh, ball. But I coached from then all the way up to now. Like, that's, that's part of the passion. I haven't been able to do it since I moved to Cincinnati, though. Are you going to blame my city? I'm going to blame the city. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm going to get back into Cincinnati, though. I'm going to get back into it. You guys will see me. I'll be out there uh, coaching, and then we got some, some things we're going to throw at y'all in a little bit. <laughs> but we ain't going to talk about it on this podcast. Y'all going to be like, wow, they, they, they was trying to give us a clue. We're going to take off. What's the drive like in the uh, – and how many people actually make it in basketball? Honestly, the, so the drive the, – so there's people better than the best player in the NBA, right? So that just so like there's people, and I don't want to 
but there's people out here that's probably better than LeBron James that's not in the NBA, right? So it's a difference. You have to have a different mentality because if you can't follow the the, the cycle in terms of being able to provide um, a good like uh, good academics and all that stuff, some people fall under the crack and they just become good players, but they 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 weren't able to go to college and stuff like that. So it's a whole different type of a ball game depending on the character, you know, the character of the of the athlete. That's a pretty bold claim. It is better than the king himself. I'm, I'm saying because I mean you you can go to some of these neighborhoods, the king. Yeah, you can go to some of these neighborhoods and these guys out here playing ball. And like, what happened to you? The streets got a hold of me. I started selling drugs. This is like, so you get caught up in stuff like that. But there right. are really good guys out there that just don't make, they don't make it because they don't, they don't keep a straight head. What brought you back from Europe? Did you stay over there? No, no, no. I wasn't even able to do uh, like two months. Um, I, at that point, I was, uh, me and my lady had found out we were pregnant with. My first, so that was like eight. A nine gorgeous years baby ago. girl. Um, so you know, you make a decision um, of what's more important to you, right? Right. I, mean, I'm, I know for sure my 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 daughter's gonna has to be hey. family to be over a, everything. Yeah, right? yeah. And she's eight. I wish she was here with me. She should have came on a podcast because she's sweet. Well, Cody, you know she loves you, man. <laughs> yes, sir. We're gonna be doing a uh, uh, kid segment. So we're going to get her Yeah, Aubrey, you hear that, baby? So when, when you hear the podcast, Uncle Cody told you he's going to put you on. So if he doesn't, you want to make sure he uh, he falls down the, crisp, the, uh, the chimney this year if he doesn't. Or, or just bring her a bigger present for Christmas. That's it. Lunch load. That's it. See, now Aubrey's going to be like, I like Matt. You spending my checks. Y'all Arby, taking my time. Aubrey's going to be like, I like Matt, man. Matt's giving me extra gifts. No, nah, for real, dude. You know, she's she's an awesome girl. Yeah. You guys got a lot of, because you got another one too. That's oh yeah. She's a firecracker though. Yeah. She she's Ain't awesome, but she, she a firecracker. She is. She you know what? She's starting to get better. It's just so funny because, you know, it was even potty training with Aubrey. Man, I potty trained Aubrey in like two days. It was amazing. Right. Took she had, she never took a pacifier, and Ava was seventeen years old and still had on diapers in the pull up. So it was <laughs> no, she was two. She just got out. She just got off of it like last month. Right. But it just shows you the difference in characters of the kids. Like they always say, your kids none of them are ever going to be alike. And I mean, that just kind of shows you like polar opposites. Man, <laughs> you seen that? You seen that attitude, man? I can't make it up. Can't it's make crazy. It up. It's crazy. Who's your team in the NBA? Okay, it depends. If I'm playing NBA 2K and I'm whooping Terry Bailey, I'm using the, the Golden Rockets. State Warriors. I'm using mm. the Rockets. Nah. I'm using the Rockets if I'm playing Terry Bailey. Man, he don't even count. He picks the Warriors every no, so, so every look, old so every guess old what, NBA. Guess, guess he plays the Warriors. Guess what? The Warriors ain't got nobody. So Terry has moved Not on. anymore. Terry has moved on. He first went to the Brooklyn Nets because Kyrie and Durant was there. Then they uploaded the rosters and he didn't have Kevin Durant. So then he switched over to the Lakers. And now he's rocking with the Lakers. AD. Bruh. And, and, and so to answer your question on NBA 2K, the Rockets. But, man, I don't know, man. I got to keep it from the land and, and try to support the Lakers, man, because I need Brown to pull another one off. But, okay, that's the biggest scrub. You know, at any party, the per- the person that picks scrub? the best. I hope no, 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 no. he didn't say that. No, that's <laughs> not LeBron. <laughs> you know, if you're at any party and everybody lines up with their controllers, everybody's picking their team, their mm-hmm. team, their team, 
They're and you got the team that picks the, the guy. The one. There's always one guy. Yeah, yeah. He picks the Warriors uh-huh. or, the, or somebody like the Lakers yeah, that's winning yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, what the heck? Like, yeah. all of us are picking teams that, that are like that can compete and good just, but competitive. Yeah, yeah. And you got that one kid that's always like, oh, no, I'm the Warriors. Yeah. And I'm like. Dude, ain't nobody want to play yeah. with you. <laughs> well, and I, and I do like the Lakers this year. I, at first, I didn't. I, I first of all, I told everybody before the season started that Bron got too much rest, so it's a wrap. Like yeah. this is a whole different. This is this is Bron at twenty five. One hundred percent. He got another trip dub last night too. See, dude, Bron is tearing it. Who, so, so, so who you going with? Who who do I your got? Fa- your favorite team? In NBA? I'm a homer, you know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, so we I got I got a root for the the Cavs. There we go. The Cavs. So to be honest with you, man, so I feel bad because of course you know you guys know I'm born and raised Cleveland. Yep. But the Cavs do not look bad at all. That team does not look that bad. I'm sorry, like I've been watching yeah. them play. They have potential. Yeah. No, I'm serious, Cody, <laughs> man. You yeah. ever watched them play? The Sixers. The Sixers are tough. Uh, yeah, I know. Sixers are tough. That's a tough team. They are. They are. <laughs> the Sixers are a tough team. You, now, the, I'm not the saying K- the Cavs are going to win the ship. I'm just saying okay, they don't look right. bad. Not as bad as they could be. K-Love, baby. All day. You look like Kevin Love. That's what you look like. You know that? You do look like Kevin Love. <laughs> you like Kevin Love a little bit. Ladies, call in um, 513-911. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to speak to Cody O'Connor. We take we taking cards right now. Call in. <laughs> For real though, I mean, I've always been a person that picks teams not based upon their wins or yeah. anything like that. You know, I, I got the Cavs, and then if I was gonna root for another team, mm-hmm. um, proximity would put me in Indy. I love that city, Indy. Okay. I love, and then I'm a big LeBron LeBron James fan. Right. So. Pulling for the Lakers, I want him to get a third mm-hmm. in a third. Oh, he already has three, but in another city, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, third city, that'd be right. really cool. Um, solidify what I believe is the run for the goat. Mm-hmm. I don't care what any MJ fans say. Uh oh, what, 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 what are you saying right now? I'm saying LeBron is the goat. What does that mean? The greatest of all time. So he's better than who else? Is anybody even on the chart? Michael Jordan? I don't even know who that is. Oh. Oh. Where the we? disrespect. Oh. <laughs> oh, Matt. Jordan, don't call in. 513. <laughs> Look, wow. don't call in, Jordan. 513. <laughs> don't call in. No, so, you know, so, okay, so I totally agree with you. I, I like to pick my teams off of my style of play. So, I, as a basketball head, like, I kind of play like James Harden. Like I'm not James Harden, and I got so I see that beard. You see it? It's coming in. Lay on the side. I, it ain't nothing but shaving. Like paint is black, but it's no shave November right now. By the way, you know? also self love November too. So so keep that. And you know what? It, it usually looks pretty sweet when you grow it out, man. I'm trying to get mine out. It just well, it won't come. Oh, you won't like the red? Out. Yeah, kind of throws throws the face off a little bit. So I'm thinking when I do get mine, I'll probably do mine red also. Hey, everybody likes taking that double double take when I, when I walk by. Like, like, who the hell are you? Oh, I'm me. You already know. Yeah. Is that red? Yeah, that's red. That's red. You like it, don't you? Yeah. I totally agree. What brought you to the area, man? So I moved to Cincinnati um, four years ago to open up a uh, a kindergarten through eighth grade uh, college prep school in Mount Airy. Um, 
that worked for about a year and a half. Um, there were some situations that led me away from it, the school in general. Um, uh, I just didn't want to move back. You know, um, I'm here in Cincinnati. That's what I started here. I've I've grown to love the city. Um, so this is where I want to continue. Whatever my destiny, right? You know, becomes. Um, this is where I really want to want to continue with it. To be honest with you, that's what's up. You can't. You you didn't come down here for me. So, God called me the day before I left. Ah, now like, we get the truth. He was like, "Look, when you get there, it's going to be about a month or two, maybe before <laughs> you go run into this 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 white guy at the bar. You guys gonna shoot a couple games of pool. You and your buddy's going. He's gonna kick your uh, ass. Yeah, <laughs> and then next thing you know, everybody's gonna be cool. And he warned me that before I got here. Okay. So I knew. So you knew I, a little something. The timing was just off a little bit. I got you. He I told me you. four or five months ended up being maybe about six or seven. So. Okay. It was, so whatever. It right. happened. Right. 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 Would you, yeah. So, and you've been to Cleveland, right? Yeah. 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 yeah you've been to Cleveland. How do you like it? You know, I, I don't think I experienced it fully. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I mean, I did a lot of touristy things, mm-hmm. uh, but the stuff that I like to do when I go on trips is I like to kind of dive into the culture, the local okay. culture. And, I mean, I did go to that sandwich place. That was great. Oh, slime. Yeah, that was really good, really good. good. Uh, Hit that up. Uh, Let's see. What else? What else? Uh, I remember you told me. I can't remember. I did go to Great Lakes in the cellar in the city. Nice. That was nice. That was a nice place. I checked out that market you told me about. Yep, the West Side Market. Yep. Um, Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that that may not be full touristy. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you, you got some. I got a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I know, like, we weren't or didn't go to any, like, nightlife or anything you know like we, we just kind of i, I hit up that. i hit up some of the stuff and then saw some museums saw mm-hmm. the calves mm-hmm. and then went back and then drove home I mean, that's a good day. experience though you're not missing anything i i would have i would have uh, um hyped you a little bit this was like four years ago but i'm not a <laughs> nightlife guy so but if if five six years ago we was in cleveland dude come on hey i'm in bed by 10 yeah uh, maybe nine thirty. So I'm in bed. We talk about that. I'm in bed by that time, but you want to? But I don't get to sleep till about two. That's the problem. It's seriously, I don't know what it is, man. I'm up. Um, and if the TV's not on, I can't fall asleep. That's how I am. So I mean, I, so I wish we had a number to call seriously because I want to know how many of you guys prefer the TV on or the TV off when you sleep. And I and literally. I, like, I really want to know this. So, Cody, Cody, when we start getting the line coming in, I need you to write that down for one of the questions um, we want the, the, the audience to ask or answer. Yeah, that's in line for my... I want to know that. That's in line along with my sound effects bar. Okay. So I can... Wow. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, Cody looks like a guy that sleeps with the TV off. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And he curls, up, he curls up and looks like... Woo. I sleep with a smile on my face. I don't know. I sleep like a baby. (laughs) But you know what? That's good, man. That's good. It's it's good to be able to go to to just kind of turn it off. But I've always been like that, honestly. It's just starting to affect me more now because before I knew it and I was fine with it. Right. But the older you get, like, you start to need your rest. Yep. So now when I'm getting up and I'm like, oh, man, like. Or when you're running, like, six different projects. Which is why it's good for you to to get to bed at 10. Yeah, that's probably why I'm out <laughs> like a light that make and that makes sense too because right. you know when you have those really long days even for me mm-hmm. i had those days where i literally have no problem i'll crash right like i don't care what's around me leave me alone i'll crash right what were some of the uh let's dial it back real quick what's, mm-hmm. what were some of the struggles with creating that school 
So from to, from to be a, honest with you, to be honest with you, um, I'll just so like struggles. Okay, struggles where we were, you know, a nonprofit and the way they do charters now is a little different than they did before. Before they would in advance give you a certain amount of money for you to run your to at least start your school. Now, um, you know, you got to kind of get grants and all that stuff, and you don't get your money until you have your kids in your building. So right. one of the struggles was finance. You know, um, trying to create a school, you got to be able to have literature. So that people understand who you are and what you do, um, you know, we were making, we were driving out to Indy um, twice a week just to print, you know, from one of our other schools, you know, a, a thousand or so copies, um, so that we can, you know, get out there and, and and canvas the streets. So that was one of the things was the finance, and then I mean, any anything in terms of something that's new, you're gonna have your uh, areas where. You got your pros, you're going to have your cons. And then you're going to start hitting those situations where you got to fix things that are, you know, that aren't moving the way you want them to move. So That's life, right? Yeah, yeah exactly what it is. There's nothing that you're going to do as far as taking a risk mm-hmm. that's not going to have the, what if I do this? Mm-hmm. Is this better? Yep. Is this worse? Yep. Where can I go from here? Mm-hmm. Everything's a building block. Yeah. And what you did taking that risk to start something. I mean, cause mm-hmm. that's every entrepreneurial risk, oh, yeah, right? For sure, for sure. Every time that you say I'm going to head something, mm-hmm. it's a risk. Yeah. And that's really what this country was made on though. This country was made on the opportunity of taking risks. Right, right, right. Right. I get you. I understand that. I mean, well, and the thing became, I was okay with the outcome, right? So, no there's, some, the outcome. so there's some risk you take, and then after, like, you kind of beating yourself up. Right. Um, you know, my reason for being done was was uh, more of a, a health yeah. issue. Um, and then I had to make a decision between my family and my work. And, of course, right. I mean, we already know yep. how that goes. So, yes, sir. So, I mean, I just look at every opportunity as an, an opportunity to grow and get better. You know, you never really fail at anything. You just make a mistake and you learn from it. Fall forward. That's it. <laughs> That's all they talk about, right? Fall but- but forward. make sure you put your hands out so you don't smack your face on the ground yeah, as you fall forward. And you're in the hospital. <laughs> you got bills. And if you're yeah, leaving yeah. a job, you ain't got the money to pay for those bills. Right. And then it's a small, you know, spiral downward. This ain't good, you know. That's, That's good. just not good. Nope. I don't know. What type of life advice or what did you learn from some of that idea of jumping off the cliff, moving to a new city, mm-hmm. uh, trying to start something that you have no idea if it's going to work. What 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 would you say intrinsically you gained from that? Um, I stopped. You be, That's right. You you become humble. Humble? Yeah, because um, in, in every situation or every risk you take, um, you're going to have an outcome. And like I said before, there's no failing outcome. But what I was able to experience was a total shift of, of life for me. Right. Um, and it wasn't an upward spiral. Right. Right. So I was so used to doing well. Um, and then I got hit with situ- with a situation or situations that caused me to take a few steps back. And what it did for me is it literally humbled me. Right. Like I, I don't even know a, a, a different way to explain it. I started to become more... Um, in tune with like God, you know, yeah. getting out to church with the girls Amen. and the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I started reading a lot more. I started getting back in the gym. Um, 
I ended up losing 20 pounds almost. Yeah. I was about 250. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. You're looking good. Yeah. I still got about 15 to go, but we're getting there. So um, it's, it started to become more about, like I said, like my family and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, I became extremely humble because of the situations I've had to go through. Um, and if, if I, I don't have any, you know, anything uh, bad to say about any, any, any situation, but me literally almost like kind of like losing my apartment. Losing. Right. So the things happen where it'll take you out. It will. Right. And I was able to yeah. really, really through friends like you and, you know, a couple of my other buddies kind of communicate with people and uh, just kind of get back to that positive mindset and understanding who I really am. Yeah. I think one thing that, at least from my side, that's from an entrepreneurial aspect Mm -hmm. is I will never go to bed with the what if. Mm -hmm. And I think that that allows me to rest easy. Mm -hmm. And when you mean by what if, like what if I didn't or what if I did type deal? Right. Today. Yeah, because I don't have to chase anything. Mm -hmm. I'm happy with who I am and what I am. I can go there and get a 40-hour-a-week job. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, before I dove off the deep end mm-hmm. to try to make all this stuff happen, mm-hmm. I was a successful, am a successful real estate agent, mm-hmm. DJ, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to do shit. Right. I would have been fine for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Work hard, but fine, mm-hmm. you know? But I wanted to help people. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I was worried about, can I get the funds? Can I do this? Can I do that? Chase it. And we just dove. Chase it. Because I knew I would have always sat up at night. Wondering, what if? What if I would have done this? Mm-hmm. What if I would have, after I saw the vision with how it all connected, what mm-hmm. if I would have did, you know? But you you mentioned something that I think is very important. Mm-hmm. You mentioned people. Right. In the community sense. Yeah, yeah. Not in the community, right, right, right. but in a community like right. coming together. Mm-hmm. I think that's so vital. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those things that everybody's going to get knocked off their horse. Oh, yeah. Every single time. I mean, doesn't Rocky say something like nobody's going to hit harder than life? Mm-hmm. And it's so true. Yep. You're going to think you're on the right path. Smack. No, mm-hmm. you're not. Smack. You know, it, and it's about how you get up. Yeah. It's, yeah. And yeah. having those people. There's a lot of people out there that feel they are alone. Or that feel that they're in darkness. And having those people right. being able to attach mm-hmm. to those and take those on, that is uh, it's crucial to your body. It's crucial to your mental you health. Want, you want to know why that's, why that's extremely important? Because that was one of the things I never had, right? And as a man, sometimes you don't want it. You don't want other people in your right. business. You, you want to you wanna be able to carry everything. And that's that's been my problem for decades. I've always tried to carry things. I wasn't really good with delegating, but you start to realize, you know, with wisdom that you have to, right? So if I didn't have people like you guys to reach out to and communicate and talk to, I carry this weight on my shoulder. And eventually when it gets too heavy, we know what happens at that point, right? You collapse. Yeah. You don't want to leave. You don't want to do anything. Yeah. Yep. And the crazy part about that is I think part of that is society. Mm-hmm. Part of that is that we as a society have, I guess, put that gender stereotype Mm -hmm. on males that you're supposed to be the tough, Mm -hmm. the breadwinner, Mm -hmm. the guy that's unmovable, Mm -hmm. this object that's 
never weak, yep. always pushing on, yep. constantly doing everything and taking on the world. Yeah. It's so weird because if a guy walks in and says, boy, you looking good. That's looked at as homophobic yeah, like or this. Or that. Yeah, and it shouldn't be. Yeah. It should be looked at as, hey, that that was it's a compliment. A good compliment. Right, Thank right, right. you very mm-hmm. much. I'm mm-hmm. feeling good. Let's mm-hmm. move on, you know. And that but but our egos mm-hmm. get in the way of that. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing. It's egos. I mean, and it should be okay for someone to look at anybody and say and give somebody a compliment. Right. 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 It shouldn't be that big of a deal at all. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it and and be. then it also I, I think it also goes with the fact of like I me mean, you nailed it like men are men are have always been these breadwinners you know carry it you you take on the world no matter what yep. um, you fight it but uh, we're human <laughs> I don't know if anybody noticed but hey we just want to let you guys know that we are human you mean you bleed no, it might be like silver blood but it's it's blood <laughs> oh you a unicorn right, now I'm a unicorn. <laughs> Um, so, but, but we bleed. Um, and I think that's one of those things where people have to, even men, like we, we go through so much within ourselves because we know when we're struggling, like we, we need right. help and we, and we don't want to tell, I don't want to talk to anybody about it. Yeah. And that takes back to actually the podcast we just published. Mm-hmm. Mental health is so important. November self-awareness. Right. All self-love this month. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Hey. You're, I mean, Cody, you, if you can't take care of yourself, you cannot take care of anyone else. Preach. I don't care preach, what I don't preach, care preach. what the situation is, the scenario is. Um, and I think I was talking to you about this, Cody. If not, it was Marcellus, where I'm starting to see a lot of these posts like, my kids come first. I love my kids. Right, right. My kids this. I love my kids, my boyfriend, all this stuff. And that's the problem is that we're trying to or – People are trying to like take care of like it's all about the kid, the kid, and you have to be first. Right. So like it comes me, then my kids, right. and then like down the down the line. Yep. Because of of course if I'm not good, my kids aren't good. So people take care of yourself. <laughs> right. Then you can take care of your kids, and you can take care of whomever else you got to take care of. But you have to have self love. Take care of yourself. You bring up an interesting point about social media. I hate social media. Oh gosh, it sucks. I love my fans, though. That's the only reason I'm on it still. I love my followers because we got a, well, the page that I've developed is a very positive page. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we have a lot of interactions that are very positive. Mm-hmm. And that's rare in today's world. Very. Do you think a lot of people use social media for a, how am I going to say this, a a selfish or a um uh reaching out for so uh yes they whatever. do i mean yes I, I, yes of words right here i i which is the reason that i i'm not okay with social media now i mean i can remember the first time i got on facebook i mean it was probably 2009 i was in college or something like that who knows right um and it was literally all about like connecting with an old friend seeing an mm-hmm. old friend or now it's more used to like promote your body do this, do that, look for attention. And that's what I don't like about it. Like, I, people will send me a DM and I'm like, are you you? Like, every time somebody sends me something, I have to, like, how are you new? How do I know you're you? Right. Show me your ID. Show me your social security card. 
Joe, show me everything. Because you don't know who's really themselves now because right. everybody's on there for the likes and the you know, and and to be seen and, and they're almost trying to get off give off this perfect image that really isn't perfect. And that's what sometimes gets me about social media because I can look at somebody post something and know them in real life and be like, uh, yeah, that's not your life. I, I, that that whole week of a timeline you have was not really the week you just had. I can right. tell you, I was with you. Right. So I mean, and it's not my business, but I mean, teach their own. If that helps, that right. helps. Right. Um, I think it's kind of been abused in that sense. Yeah. I, I think that really a big thing that we we're supposed to use it for was for that connection was for that that oh my friend is over here let's stay connected yeah. oh that you can see my family oh you can see, you know now as you can see my whatever <sighs> yeah whatever. It's i mean it's my... crazy how how some people can be posting whatever that you know whatever women especially yeah. take a half naked picture get a thousand likes mm -hmm. like that soon done as you, then as soon as you post your your daughter got all a's on a report card you're gonna get four likes <laughs> what you got to say, Matt? Come on. Come on. What you got? I'm, Bring it in. Matt, like, yeah, I like, Matt, the, internet. <laughs> I like the internet. I just <laughs> A lot of times I catch myself asking, what else do you have to offer besides a pic in a bikini, a pic just showing yourself, like, what else is there to offer? Yeah, and then the bio doesn't do anything. Long <laughs> hair, silver feet, brown skin, like, oh. like to watch scandal like who, right that doesn't really do anything well, I mean, that doesn't even do anything right now that's their interest if they want to do that that's perfectly cool but people post things for the wrong reasons it's not oh, only yeah. women either it's you got the dudes in the mirrors in the Man. in the bathroom mirror mind <laughs> you you know flex like straight up flexing flex it and it's like dude put a shirt on you can look like do y'all know a guy that's jacked with a shirt on when you see him? I do. Right, right, Shit, right. I do. Right. So you why don't need to have your off? shirt off? Well, is it, is, it's that attention that we talk about, like, with the ladies. Like, and, you, you just, you're, you're looking for, literally, I, uh, this is, statistics show, right? Is that 94%? Yeah. I'm lying. <laughs> that most of the, a, a lot of the, a lot of the <laughs> world, or a lot of who's on social media, can get really good rest off of the amount of likes they've had that day. Just crazy. Like seriously, like it makes them feel whole. Mm -hmm. Like forget my whole relationship in this house with my husband or my right. kids. How many likes did I get today? And Ooh. Matt, you sleep easier when you get likes. I don't do it for likes. If, but what if you, what if you got seventeen <laughs> seventeen hundred likes tonight? What, what if you got before you went to sleep? You're gonna be three thousand. Like, it's that, cool. Is that gonna make you feel good? But the next day, that's not gonna do anything for that's me. That's what I'm saying, man. And that's what people don't understand. And there's it's so many. Do there's so many people, men, women alike, mm -hmm. that are caught in this cycle of what can I do to gain more? And, and I, I'll talk and about people get addicted. They do. It's and I'll talk social media is a drug. It is a drug. And I, I'll talk about how like people like Dan Bilzerian. Mm -hmm. All right. He's built a brand through it. Well, gambling and then through social media. Mm -hmm. Well, some of the people that go with him, I mean, he takes a lot of women around mm -hmm. a lot. And now they all have a bunch of followers, right? But these women end up getting caught in a trap where, in, in men, when they're posting a certain way, mm -hmm. like, you have to continue to post, like, like men have to continue. Like, if they, if what got them famous is their body. They got to keep posting. It. They have to keep posting or figuring out different ways to show their body. Mm -hmm. I mean, and to a point, it comes down to, 
all right, you can't take off any more clothes. Yeah, you're selling yourself. So what do you, what do you, you know, at what point are you like, holy shit, this is, this is all this I is got. It. This, this is, is all it. I got. This is it. And then it's at what point do you look back, you know, men, women, mm-hmm. and be like, what did I do? Now, some, if you build a brand and you're cool and you're loving it and it's living the life that you mm-hmm. always wanted, mm-hmm. congrats. Mm-hmm. You became an entrepreneur. That's what you took call a it. dive off the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you, you figured out your end. niche, your calling, yeah, if yeah. that makes you happy, and, and you've been able to do what you do. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day, I think I, I don't know how much of it starts like that. And that's one thing that if you have a fit account, that's one thing you're you're basically that's saying you you're going account. to promote your body. Yeah. But some of this stuff, I'm like, did it really start? like that mm-hmm. or did you get a break by a famous celebrity man or woman mm-hmm. that boosted you by showing your body yep. and, and now, now you you're following you so now you get more attraction but in order to keep that following they're you following you because of your body you gotta keep going so the guys and the gals mm-hmm. have to continue to show and and i just think it's a treacherous cycle because yeah. you're selling your soul right like seriously like yeah. And so, and that's always my, and I'm, so this is my thing. I've never been, even like if I'm in a relationship, I don't, I don't care if like you got a shirt, halfway shirt on that'll show your stomach if we're out and stuff. It doesn't bother me. But when the image becomes that, that's what everyone's looking for from you. Right. Then it's like a problem, you know, like, right. oh, I can't wait to see what she going to post today. Yeah. Like they waiting on you to wake up at eight so you can yeah. post, you know, something with you in your towel or yeah. like, you got to keep doing that. And then another thing y'all got to realize is all the stuff y'all post and act like y'all this and that, you got to live that life once you get them too. Both sides. Yep. Like if, if you're a guy and you're posting, you got trips and jewelry and other, and that's how you got her, you know you got to really live that life too. Like you can't mm-hmm. just, you can't just like act like it and then when she get there, keep acting like it. No, you got to live it. No, you got, so that's yeah. another, that's another problem. And with that it, you got to really live it. Because if your whole following base is because you travel, mm-hmm. Or because you, of whatever it is. Can you, you ever stop traveling? Mm-hmm. That's the question. Mm-hmm. If your whole following base is because, um, obviously, like I said, workout accounts, they're different. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're the, they they still flex the body, but they're different in the sense of that. I mean, those are more like motive. That I can go to that for motivation, right? Right, right. So that's what that tool is used for. If you got a fit account, I know that I'm going there to see fitness. So on your fit account, I shouldn't see you at the club. <laughs> Right, that's true. So that's so that's, that's what I'm true. that's what I'm going there to look for. So when I'm on your personal page, no matter who it is, I your personal page should tell me your life. If you look at my personal page, hopefully it doesn't look bad. I'm pretty sure it's showing you my life. You probably gonna see my kids. You'll see me out every once in a while. You'll see me having fun with my kids. You'll see something about the school. You'll see me eating. You'll see me at the gym. That's about it. I'm not doing anything. I don't like. But that's my life. So if you come meet me, you're probably going to hear about my kids. <laughs> right? You're probably going to experience me going to the gym or playing ball. You're going to experience my family no matter what it is. What you see is what you get from me. Like, right. And that's why it's kind of tough for me. Like, I'm I'm always like this. I'm, I'm not changing. I'm not posting anything different. Right. Even when I lose these 15 pounds and I start looking shredded and can walk around Miami Beach with no clothes on. Ooh. Yeah. Miami Beach. I was there. That place is crazy. Yeah. Bird, I'm coming back. Um, I don't know when, but I'll be back there. Cody, 
has to help me get my six pack back, and I'm not talking about Bud Light. Um, and then I'm coming back, dude. I'm a master at the six pack of rolls. <laughs> dude, I'll get you going. I'll put you on that four whopper a day diet. Yeah. He'll feel with good the, without or with the treadmill. Four whoppers without the treadmill. Uh, well, you can do a stair climber for oh. five minutes. Five minutes. That's it. Five minutes a day. I'm about to be back up to 252 <laughs> messing with Cody. <laughs> Johnny, you was getting there. What happened? <laughs> Cody put me on this new Whopper Junior meal uh, diet. When do you eat? I eat six of them a day. <laughs> you get your calories in as you, get you bulking. Let me tell you, you gonna get it. But you know, I got no. I have bulked enough. I don't want any more bulk. I want to shred, man. I gotta get out there and shred now. We'll get back to that. What made you fall in love with the Queen City? You know what? Be, so it reminds me. I know it's crazy because I said I want to move back. Not sports. Not sports. It did. <laughs> not sports. I'm not a Bengals fan, just so you guys and know. Clones, now, I do watch. I'll watch them if I'm bored or because they're not playing the Browns so we got a bye week. But I'm not a huge Bengals fan. And it's not because I think they suck. It's just because I'm true to my city uh, when it comes to football because I don't watch a ton of football. So right. when I do, I'm usually just trying to root for my team for real. But you like that minor league hockey team here, don't I you? I do, man. The Cyclones. Uh, yeah, Cody took me to, to see the Cyclones play. Um, we even chucked some pucks. Um, that was cool. We paid a million dollars for two cheeseburgers and and a drink. Um, that was cool. Uh, we even, matter of fact, that was the same weekend of the, what you call it? Blink. Blink, yep, because we walked around. Yep. We visited a few places. Uh, yep. Fish bowls expensive got a, as all got, got out. Got a, a $900 fish bowl. <laughs> Gosh, I broke the bank. Man. I would have rather buy two drinks. Right, man. Because they have more alcohol, I feel. <laughs> um, but it was, a, it, was a, it was a decent place. And, it, but, and, I, and the game was really was really good, man. We were getting kind of whooped out on that first member. Ooh. And you and I were like, man, and you're looking like, y'all can't lose, man. This is first time here. And next thing you know, they just took off. And third I think period. Were, and what, it was like 4-2 or something like oh, that. Oh, third period. We were they, on. Yep. Yep, stepped it up. It was crazy. So it was amazing. Hey, Matt, you got some articles for us today? Yes, sir. So the first one I pulled up. Uh-oh. So what do I do? Talk, talks he, about a gonna... snow crab. Okay. They auctioned it off in Japan. And it was, how much do you think it was worth? The snow. So, so okay, so when, you, when we say crab. snow crab, we said that it's been sitting in the snow for a long time? A and snow it's crab. Like, what's going with it? What's going on with this it? This dude over here. It's a type of crab. They're not in snow, but. <laughs> They're not in snow. I know, but. I, I, it's look, a big crab. It I, does I, look very big. large. I have, I have for, the, for the people that's listening, I have to verify that stuff for them because people may just see a, a snowy crab. It's a three-pound crab. That there probably tastes very, John, very tasty. Just there you, you would think that there's a crab in the <laughs> no, snow. Shit. All right, how much you think? What you got, John? How much it went for? Yeah, how yes. much you thinking? Ballpark? World record. All right, I'm going to guess, too. What, what you got? Uh, you can guess in yen or in dollars. American dollars. Oh, Did you man. say in yen? Yeah, that's what it went for no, in Japan. No, okay, I, got, I need American dollars. Let's do American dollars. You, know, you yeah. go first, man. You go first. American dollars. What you think? Oh, okay, all right. I got... And it's just... This is one crap. One? Yeah. Yes. Three pound crab. Three pounds. I'm going to go with uh, $1,200. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna go with like like $22,000. $22, oh, almost $50,000. $50, and yen, $5 million. <laughs> I'm moving to yen. Dude. <laughs> we got $5 million. You're going to tell me we somebody sold a That's crab. What I'm I told you crab was up there. Why aren't we fishing for some crabs? 
It's a sought-after delicacy. That's all I can say about it. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. Okay, so, so do you so think... We, so we're obviously doing the wrong thing, guys. Right, we just no leave this podcast, podcast and we go... Need to, we need to go fish some, for some crab. Is it crab? called fishing or crabbing? I don't really know. <laughs> I hope we're not crabbing. <laughs> I'm not crabbing. Hunting. Right, hunting? Hunt. Okay. Yeah. Well, so do you think that that would sell this same price in America? Because I know the, the Japanese... It was in Japan, right? Yes. I know the but Japanese... But for American dollars, that's $50,000. I mean, for... I, I get that, but I mean, the Japanese love their sea animals. <laughs> like, oh dude, they'd be whaling, killing dolphins. <laughs> they'd be doing okay, all so kinds of stuff. you are right about that. So I they, agree. you know, that's my question is, yeah. is would this have sold the same in America? Or would, no, I, or would America would be looking have. like, We would have right, bought, give me $10 for that. That's three pounds of crab. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the market value. <laughs> I'll give you the GameStop value. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. I'll definitely give you the GameStop. Oh, no, value. you are not bringing GameStop in here. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just saying you know, GameStop will give you, you bring in two new Xboxes, two new PlayStations, and 2K20, you get $10. dollars <laughs> Hey, but in-store credit, that gets you eight. <laughs> I ain't never got no And that is exactly why they're going out of business. Right. Are they really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they were ranked top 10, one of the worst places to work for. Oh, Matt with the facts. Matty Matt. How you, so... Make sure you talk. They probably they probably got yelled at every time people came in to sell stuff. They're like, "Hey, yeah, these rules, (laughs) right? I'm just here. I'm just here. I'm just here, so I don't Don't get fined." Deal with that. That's the toxic relate. That's a toxic (laughs) job. Like you coming in there just getting yelled at because because you asking them the same thing. Like, why only get four dollars? I don't know. I'm learning the same thing. Why do you only get four dollars? That's the truth. So let's talk about Japanese culture real quick. I love them. By the way, the samurai, the whole okay. idea of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of your loyalty, your value, whatever. I don't mm-hmm. really care. But seeing the Japanese cherry blossom trees is a dream of mine. Like all the hills of them. Okay, that, that would be gorgeous. nice. Gorgeous. That would be nice. However, let's let's keep on with that whaling topic because I kind of like it. Okay. Does PETA have a case? And all the animal lovers, PETA, like the the. I don't know what that Matt, can you tell me what PETA stands for, please, in a second? Uh, do they have a case, or is it is it just culture, like cultural differences? So they call the whaling animal cruelty, you know? Yeah, yeah, cruelty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So is it is is that a PETA case and all this other stuff, or is it just cultural differences that we don't understand? I think we understand. <laughs> Um, that's a great question. Well, what do you th- what do you think PETA stands for? If you were to take a guess, it's P E T A, right? Yep. People. Oh, it's people for the. Oh, for the environment, terrains, and animals. <laughs> <laughs> ethical treatment. Oh, okay. So, what is it? People for the ethical treatment of animals. Okay. And I'm not saying that I agree that whaling and killing dolphins is should happen, mm-hmm. but I am saying, is it something that we just don't understand? Yeah. Because I, I mean, so. we would be like, oh my gosh, no, 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 yeah, don't, don't do it. But then, ev- like, I think it's a. I mean, citizens over there don't. I, I don't know. I don't live right, over right, there. I but do they have a problem, or is it just like, oh, this is what it is? Well, it seems like it seems like it might have a problem with. That's it. what I. That's, that's what, what it I seems think. Like. Right. Right. I mean, because you hear something. Right. Something would change. So, is it right for us 
to enforce our culture onto them. Look, we we're a whole different type of breed. Oh. <laughs> that's what that's what we we do. think we the best. Yeah, that's what we we DJ Khaled. <laughs> right. So I mean, we that's just kind of what we do. Um, and to understand us, I hope you're not trying to understand us. I'm not. I do. I can't even try. That's, I, I mean, I think not that the United goes, States of America. Right. You're right. not trying to understand that. Right. And Matt, hit us again. Something else. What you got? You want another article? Yep. What you got? Okay. Another current event. Yeah, let's go to the next one. Okay, so a woman was accused of entering the Bronx Zoo lion enclosure. Was she black? And she ended up getting arrested for it. <laughs> yes. Was she black? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, sister. I, I thought I was going to get one. I thought it was going to be a white question, lady. was she black? I thought it was going to be a white lady. Goodness. Uh, white people right. are the crazy ones. I know. That's why yes. I asked. Y'all want to be jumping in. All right, so... What did I say she did again? Because I'm, I'm, I'm going to defend this lady real quick. What did they say she did? You defend me. Let me, let's see what she did. Tell me what she, she did. She caught two charges. Two? Of, of trespassing into the lion and giraffe exhibits. Okay, why did so she do So hold on. It? She didn't even stop when she just went to the giraffe <laughs> she exhibit. She hopped over another fence and said, hey, I'm going to so, just keep going. So why did she do it, y'all? It got to be some type of reason. <laughs> I'm just she saying. Said, she quote, said, quote for quote, I want to get closer to him. See? Why? <laughs> Dude, this is all political. We just talked, Cody. It's something going on. That like she was black, it, ain't no and black. It, and this comes back to our points earlier. It all is for the IG, the IG post. Was it really? Oh, no, no that's it wasn't. what it says. Is that what it says? Yep. Oh my See? gosh! The internet is destroying us, ma'am. I cannot back you up. <laughs> he I cannot back know. you up now. You almost had him. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> like it's so, and, th and that's another problem. It's almost like it's almost like social media is worth our life. For real, like it's worth your life. I can't believe she got out of the line enclosure. Who's recording? <laughs> Stupid, your phone in your pocket. Ain't nobody even recording you. You do it for the gram, <laughs> right? I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> but they, but everybody is there. I mean, that's what's happening now. I can't believe she wasn't a T-bone man. <sighs> I just think about you got out of a lion enclosure without being hurt. They must have either just ate or had sex, one or the other. They were. <sighs> the have other. you ever been in a zoo and you just see the cat? Like every cat just sleeps. Mm -hmm. cap, <sighs> dude, cap nap, cat naps are not a thing. <laughs> it's cap, cat, cat slumbers. KO. It, it's just they it's, out. It's a cat KO. That's a fact. They just switch positions or spots. <laughs> That's <Right>. it. <laughs> you'll you'll see a you'll see a, a a big cat or any cat really at the zoo walk from one side to the other and be and like, oh, wow, kids, you'll never see that again. <laughs> well, you know why? Look where they at at the zoo. The other cats is probably out there just having fun. I'm like, Bruh, watch National zoo. Geographic. Them lions don't move. They be, under they the be tree. gone, no, especially if they see a little no, gazelle. Or under under the tree, dude, you see them, especially the males. The males lay around all day. Dude, no. Yes, they do. They lazy. They're like Seth Rogen smoking dope. <laughs> non mobile. Don't, don't 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 do that like that because Ava will get upset if she heard that because she think I love Seth. Only thing she gonna think That's of is man. Simba and, and Nala. Well, Simba had to leave the pride to be active. Yeah, but he, no. <laughs> no. He got ostracized. No, no, he got kicked out. That was Scar's fault. Don't you disrespect Simba like that. In Scar? I got your back. What did Scar do? He, he killed, slept he killed all Mufasa. day. All day he slept. He did. After but he, he got that, back in the pride. But he also looked like he, he was, was on dope. He was laying around all <laughs> Come on now. He was like that uncle. He said on dope. He was that uncle like who you know going to ask to hold a couple dollars. When you get over to the house, and so, never there and again. Never, yeah, then he'd be like, "I'm gonna give it back to you." That's who Scar was. Don't worry, nephew. Right, I got you, nephew. Don't worry about it. Matter of fact, you know Christmas coming around. I'm gonna be back over here. I got you. I'm gonna increase your present this year. Right, right. What I get you last year? Nothing. 
Oh, no, I got you this year. You let me hold that little $17. That's, that's who Scar was, man. These zoos are crazy. They are. They are. And I, can I be honest with you? Fun fact, I've never been yet. To the Cincinnati Zoo? Never to the, my, my, well, when my, you do it. My kids I, have went three times. What I hear once. you need to do. I'm is, I'm I'm gonna jump a cage like homegirl well, did that, as long yeah, as I get yeah. a like. But I th- I think what you need to do is take take your youngest, mm-hmm. go towards the gorilla exhibit, mm-hmm. grab her by the ankle, mm. and pull her down the whole length. I hear that's <laughs> called harambeing somebody. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, Ava, we, you Ava, you hear how we gotta do you? We we turned a uh, harambe into a verb. <laughs> hey, so harambe's my guy. Oh, you knew him? Yeah. Rest up. Oh, what would you guys do? Pen uh, pals or something? No, I mean we on weekends. Just oh, hang out. Yeah, you crazy. <laughs> you crazy. So they, had that, to, they had to take my homie away. That zoo does something right though. I mean, uh, yeah. Great zoo. Amazing zoo. I love the Cincinnati Zoo. And in, in real talk, I mean, their marketing department is probably the best in the freaking nation. Yeah. Because that's all make, I hear about. To make a baby in terms of hippo. Zoos. Yeah, baby hippo. Take over, like become a national mm-hmm. you know, I, icon. Mm-hmm. It's it's insane. Yep. And I mean, I don't know if it was always like that, or after Harambe, it became like that. Right. I don't know. But if but that but, gave every, them but a... everybody always talked about the Cincinnati Zoo. Yeah. I was in Cleveland hearing about the Cincinnati Zoo. They do was... something. They do something right down there. Yeah. It, it's yeah. a great zoo. So uh, I'm I'm, I'm coming. I'll make really sure I go down there and check it out. Yeah. The girls already know everything. I'll just be the one catching up. Right. And we can stay away from Kings Island. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Because that's all they want to do is go to Kings Island. <laughs> you can get we, a, we get the pass. I think you can get a family pass down there at the zoo for like $100 for like four people. Or I want to do the zoo and I want to do the aquarium. I haven't done the aquarium yet either. Well, Kentucky's aquarium is pretty good. See? It is pretty good. So, the, so zoo, the zoo has kangaroos coming in for the first oh, time. Oh, we finally got the kangaroos who? coming? This next year. Oh, seriously? Mm-hmm. Y'all remember uh, Kangaroo Jack? <laughs> From what? Big Daddy? The movie? Yeah, you know, oh. he threw hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Woo! Kangaroo. That was that movie. I think it was like ooh, forgot, <laughs> forgotten. That was a childhood iconic movie, Kangaroo right, Jack. Right, right. Okay, so, so this is another this is another crazy story. Uh oh. Yeah, this is gonna have you feel a certain way. A doctor is accused of performing hysterectomies and other unnecessary procedures on patients without their consent. He was what white. What the hell? No. He was um Hispanic. Good guess. He was Indian. Indiana. Oh, that's, that's, next, that's the next place I was going. Bro, what the fuck? So, without y'all don't even be noticing. I be noticing that them Indian um, doctors be a little inappropriate sometimes. Well, to be I honest with you. Can't say I ever paid attention. Yeah. I, 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 I've i had that experience maybe once. Yeah. So, so it is. I mean, but that's, I feel like that's with any doctor. You know, sometimes you, not, well, not, not with any doctor, but no matter the ethnicity. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know the story behind it. Is there anything? What do we know for sure? He, Say that again. He did what? He did hysterectomies, and they didn't know. So when did they find Without out? Consent. Without consent. When did they find consent. out? Dude, that's you know how horrible. What if, bro? That's taking away the ability to have children. Like that is yeah, horrible. Very. That's what I'm saying. It's but not what, like it's not like he. Get, it's not like he. Rep- this this know. guy has a bad rep because he See? got eight malpractice lawsuits. Oh my god! His <laughs> falsified <laughs> medical records. So why y'all out going to hell? That's what I'm saying. And stop. That, so this is a very good he point. He had 30 surgeries calling, causing permanent injuries. I'm blaming the hospital. Look, audiences, this is a very good point. Well, this is the thing. He he's an independent. Oh, uh, practice service. I mean, so uh, they can uh, they have their own different privileges compared to other hospitals. Look, 
Very uh, good point. He has, which probably he has most people do not know about. Yo, go on Rate My Doctor. Check out your doctor before you actually go to him. Yes. That, no, <laughs> oh, seriously. my gosh. And to make things worse, he pleaded guilty to two counts of tax evasion. <laughs> this oh guy. My God. Dude, this is the Al Capone of freaking oh my doctors. <laughs> I was about to say that. The Al Capone. He is. Hey, that was a good one. Dang, Indian. Okay. That is horrible. You got, take, take control of your care. That is the biggest thing you, you got to take from that is... Take control of what you ask questions. Don't don't feel like you're a pest if you're at the doctor asking mm-hmm. questions. They're going to want to overprescribe. Do if they can talk you into a procedure to get more money, some of them will. It, it's take, they got to live too. Yeah, the people don't take, understand. Sometimes they make they make decisions off of you know their ability to get money for right. a surgery or anything like that. Like you said, you got to take care. You, you have, have to check to your, take you have your background. So I mean, even for me, I was remember I told you I was diagnosed with st- uh, stress and depression. Um, in the midst of, or like a year and a half right. into the school, right, or whatever, and um, I was prescribed with like paroxetine or something like that once a day, yeah, um, and it would it would stop my panic attacks, right, um, but I, when I started to kind of self heal and, and start taking care of myself the right way, I just started I stopped taking them. Mm-hmm. I've been like three three months of not taking them, and I called my doctor and told her. And she, you know, she's like, you, you shouldn't do that because you get side effects. Right. But I was willing to deal with a few side effects for a couple of days if it meant me, like being able to get kind of back to me mm-hmm. because I didn't think I needed them. Right. It's been months I haven't had a panic attack. Right. So I could have dealt without them. It's just I think that her first step with me should have been if you know if, if you have stress and depression, maybe we should see a therapist. Right. right. So maybe that's your first. Um, maybe that's the first. Uh, um, what word am I looking Step. for? Yeah, to, th- that you should allow me to take before just quickly prescribing me with something. And I agree. Our Especially minds, an everyday pill. It's not like a. It's not like it's one where. What do they say? I don't know what it's called. The one where if something's happening, you take it. Like if you're feeling yeah. it, you take it. That's one thing that is so important. Is our mind is one of the. Sh- is it capable of insane things? Mm-hmm. Have faith in that. Yeah. You know, uh, be able to being able to rewire yourself is not easy, mm-hmm. but it can be done. Mm-hmm. It really can be done. Mm-hmm. Matt, you got anything else for us? Is that it? There's there's some more stories I'm pulling up right now. Oh, oh he wants to keep going. Yeah, I see. So, I see. I like this. have you been hearing about the vaping illnesses claimed by the CDC? Is about that like popcorn lung or whatever. About jewels. About now, there's been cases of people getting illnesses and dying. And they're trying to figure out the, the background of it. Yeah. You've heard about that? So lately, they found out that it's linked to vitamin E acetate. What? By inhaling it. So you can eat vitamin E, obviously, supplements, you right. know, good for your skin protection. Mm-hmm. So inhaling it, they just found out. So inhaling, vitamin E also used for makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh, makeup. Inhaling what? The, like the vapes? The... It's infused in the oils oh, when, they, when they inhale it. Oh, wow. Wow. Those things are so healthy so, for you. That's like an update because I didn't know that. It, it just came out a few Gosh. days ago. And all these kids are on that stuff, man. Mm-hmm. It's all not even like kids. back in the day, man. You take one or two things, you try one, like you're good. Now it's like 17,000 different. Oh, my gosh. Like, no. It's ridiculous, This man. is so much safer. Come on, man. Especially, yeah, with the black market and then all these young kids, especially in high school kids oh, nowadays. Man. They what? all have it. All, all they turn. All of them. They turn. They are turned. It's horrible. I thought it was crazy back in the day that people could take breaks and just smoke in high school. It was perfectly fine yeah. during lunch or whatever they now wanted they, to. Now they popping pills <laughs> in the bathroom real quick. And yeah. No, you be hitting the – they hit the drool in the bathroom all the time. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. So is that it for today, Matt? 
No. Oh, you no, we, more? we can go all night. Oh, well, we ain't trying to go all night. I'm going to be tired. Okay, so recently, Uber CEO, he, he made a couple of statements and came back with saying it was a mistake. What, Uber was? So, yeah, the CEO of Uber. Oh, okay. So, you know how in government in Saudi Arabia, they murdered that reporter? Yep. Okay. He recently said that it was a mistake in that he compared it to someone getting killed by a self-driving car to, to, to try to promote man. his own company further. So he, so what is he trying to, so what did Uber have to do with the Come on, incident in general? Man. Was somebody Uber in and killed her? He was, he was comparing it to the death of a pedestrian struck by one of the company's oh, wow. auto, auto autonomous vehicles. Oh my goodness, man. And then he promotes Uber yeah. after that, basically. And he, and he got Used a lot it. of backlash and instantly realized it. Hey, can I tell you the crazy part about it? What? Everybody's still going to use Uber. Oh, 100%. Of course. Everybody's still going to use it. Most of these people, you're not going to have any, like, I mean, Nike could do something and people still buy Nike. Mm -hmm. Adidas can do something. People still, Uber, it's the transportation service, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, I know Lyft exists. Yeah. But that that's the that's secondary Uber. Uber. Yeah, that's, yeah. The first that's thing Uber. people think about when they think about how am I getting home drunk? I'm Uber. Unless you're a dumbass and drive, is Uber. Call me an Uber. Yep. It's not call me a Lyft. Mm-hmm. You know, even though that makes a lot more sense. It's, all, it's, all about to say, <laughs> it's a lot more. It's smooth. It makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah. Call me a Lyft. Uh, we still rolling? Yeah. So, so I went paintballing this weekend. Uh oh. It was a great time. You got smacked. And no, we in the five games we played, then I have one paint mark on me. Bro, okay, man. I think he's shit. We don't might, know might, how. I think, I think he blowing champions smoke Champions do overcome paint. Our, uh, ball, uh, our, paintball our team. Next, our paintball team. There we go. Matt. My friends were so upset because in the very first game, we're in the woods. And you know Trent. He is the first blood. We walked 10 feet into the match. Instantly, he's right next to me. Paint all over his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> we started di- we started dying laughing. But in the last game we played, there's this game called Slapstick, where they combine two fields together and there's a big hill in the middle, right? And from one side you can't see people on the other side. So if you're laying up on the hill, you can't see anything. Uh-oh. So the point of the game is to go up there and slap a stick on a swivel to point towards the other way. Right? Oh. And so when you go up there, Right when you get to the top, you can see everyone Everybody, on the other side. Yeah. Everyone's laying down on the hill <laughs> waiting. <laughs> you see the first person go up there. You got to be crazy to do this. You run up there. I'm not joking you. Fifty, Because the game's 30 on 30. You go up there, you just pop, 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 They are covered in <laughs> I would think I really got shot. I'm like, ah! Was Trent doing that? Was he the first one up? No, but one oh, of our okay. other friends were, and he said it was the worst mistake he yeah, made. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that sounded like fun, though, man. Fun, but you gotta have some crazy people on your team for that you game. Do. I think you do. Cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna be sitting in the back. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I I love seeing people run up there. <laughs> and, and, the, and the only reason you run up is to try to hit the thing. stress reliever. Uh, yeah, to smack each other's side. So our team will do it, and then so their team will have to come up next. We're all just sitting waiting. Wait. Bah, 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 bah. Where do you guys go? Where was it? Paintball country. Where's that? Over um near Liberty East Side. Nice, but. It's like the best paintball place in the tri-state. Yeah, that's pretty good. I haven't been. It's that's really funny. You guys have, we'll have to go me soon. a few places. To, I've already Team outing. Three or four places now to go. But look, after after seeing that event 
and seeing a person get hit by 50 paintballs in a matter of seconds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I looked up how bad paintball is because, you know, have you ever been, you've never been shot. Cody, have you ever been shot by paintball? Yeah. What does it feel like? It stings, right? It's like. Some can, but they can leave, I mean, they can also leave welts on you. If they Big hit you welts in the, all over yeah, you. Yeah. Like if you got thin, a thin layer on or something. Yeah, people, people go out that. there in t-shirts and shorts, oh, you, which. You get bruised. Yeah, yeah. easily. Yeah. But I was I was looking up what what's the worst thing it can do or some of the worst things it can do, and it said last week this 18 year old got damage to his kidneys and his scrotum from getting hit. Dang. Wear a cup. Yeah, rush to the hospital. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm wow. cool. Uh, you know what, Cody? That next outing, we don't have to go there. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> that transitions really yeah, nicely yeah. to. Uh, <laughs> we'll, to we'll, we'll, our, we'll stick with bowling. <laughs> getting physically in shape man. and getting ready to do things man you're losing some weight you feeling good you looking good yeah what discipline does that take a ton um so like i said before um i was kind of losing myself man i was getting out of shape eating a lot um very i was stressed out i was i was really stressed yeah um but i think for me um it became a for me, it became like my family, like looking at my kids and stuff like that. Right. And me knowing like where I was at the time, like, man, you have, cause sometimes we get, we, we start to kind of get naive and we get, we don't, we try not to deal with the fact that we know that something's wrong. Right. So when I figured out something was wrong, I'm like, look, you gotta, you, you gotta do better, man. And that's when I started using my sort, my resources in terms of my friends mm -hmm. and um, the church. And you know, I even have friends that are pastors talking to them. Yep. I'm um, reading a little more. All that stuff started to make me go like, okay, um, one step at a time, let's do it. So it, I just man. I started I started working out a lot more. Um, I told you I jumped off that medication, um, which I think also put a little bit of weight on me. Um, I don't eat great, but I have done a better job with eating, um, carrying a nice size, uh, about a gallon of water around with me in the morning. So I'm, yeah, a ton of a ton of water. So it's it's very it's very self disciplined, man. You right. have to really be self disciplined. In order to really go every day, get to that gym every day, uh, you know, meal prep if you have to. There's there's a there's a lot of things you got to do. Oh, and yeah. it's easier to, to gain it back than it loses. <laughs> what emotions go through that process? Um, uh, a ton, man. Because think about it, it, knowing who you really are, and then going through that struggle. Um, when you start going through that struggle, you start you you start forgetting who you are. Right. Right. So you almost lose yourself. Um, so it's, when I say discipline now going through my last year of life, I can see, I wouldn't, but I can see how people get to the point where like they want to give up. Right. But I just won't do it. But I can like, I mean, I can see it like, man, I see what you were going through, but at that lowest point, it almost, that's when it becomes like, what's going to be your, your, your factor of, of your why? Yep. Like, why do I want to get better at this? Or why do I want to? increase my health or you know and, and my number one is first to look good for myself yep and then to be able to run around with my kids when i'm 50 and you got that so and a lot of times people think that every they'll, they'll get a taste of a couple good workouts mm -hmm. and they think oh i'm gonna be this is this is feeling great this is doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But what they don't understand is probably one or two out of 10 workouts will probably be, you'll set PRs, you'll feel great, yeah, you you'll better. be whatever. Mm -hmm. Probably 
two to three out of those are going to be shitty workouts. Mm-hmm. And then the rest are just going to be, eh, I did it. Right. But it's the all the I did it's in the pushing through the shitty workouts that you really build upon yourself. So you told me that you probably think I'm, this is not for the podcast. Um, you told me that when you gave me that that first workout, and you told me that a year I'm not gonna see it. Like you, you have to, you have to give it a month. Like you, you explained to me, you never really see your progress of your workouts yep. for a month. Yep. So in my mind at that time, I would I wanted to give up because I wasn't seeing results. And the only thing I kept saying, <clears throat> only thing I kept saying was give it a month, give it a month. Yep. He said give it a month, give it a month. So a month goes by. Oh, okay. I do look a little different. Mm-hmm. Then two months go by, and three months go by, and then I started to understand that guys. We want, and it's be. I'm not trying to put social media in it, but life is so instant. Right. If I want it, I can get it right now. If I want money, I could literally go get. Like back in the day, you couldn't just go make money mm-hmm. unless you were doing something illegal. Now <laughs> there's a ton of gigs you can hit up, like and make money, like on the spot. Right. Um. So everything's so instant now. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's extremely instant. So when I see a guy, like we said earlier, you know, somebody sitting there with a six pack, you're like, man, I need that. I need that now. Mm-hmm. And then when we go to the gym and we come back and we don't have a six pack, we give up. Yeah. Right. It's going to take time. Oh dude. And to do a six pack, that's so hard to maintain. Is that, is that a goal you really have to like maintain a six pack? No, I just want to, I want dad bot. That's it, man. And I, I don't even have a dad bod yet. Cause I, so people get it mixed up. I think people think of a dad bod. They think of like a fat, Amen. fat, sloppy guy. They think it's, that, I don't oh. think that's a dad bod. I think that's a, you need to change your lifestyle bod. I think I got a dad bod. I think you got a dad bod. That, where, thank you. Where, where, you know, you still look good. <laughs> like your chest poke out a little bit. Your stomach's flat. You got some definition to you, you know. Nice arms. Yeah, you nice arms. That's a dad bod because that shows that like, ah, oh, man, I can't really make it to the six pack right now. I got to take my kids to ballet. <laughs> right. 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 But when you get like, like right now, I think I'm like right underneath getting my dad bod because his stomach got to fully go. I got to poke about these out a little bit, get higher <laughs> up in my chest, get my chest out a little bit and then just start cutting more of my arms and then dad bod is here, man. Amen. For real, dad bod is here. When I, I get it. dad bod. But most of these people think that dad bod is yeah, uh, dad bod isn't the the, the, the beer big gut. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't know, man. It was a little trend going on this past year. People were loving it. What the, the dad bod? The dad bod became or a little fat or the gut gut. The bet not. No one wants the gut gut. That's what I'm saying. But that's what people think the dad bod is. Is not. Yeah, I think a lot of people think the dad bod is that beer gut. Yeah. That's not the dad with, bod. With, that's with, just, I just think with that's some good the, facial hair. Yeah, looking like a country boy. See, and the crazy part about it for me, like I don't even do it for anyone else. Like I really, I genuinely like to look in the mirror and be like, okay, I can oh. be satisfied with myself and how I look. Man, I feel they, like uh, that that was one of the things that when I started looking in the mirror more, yep, um, because what I started doing was kind of like reading quotes to myself or like giving myself some type of motivation in the right. morning. But I had to look at myself in the mirror while doing it. Yep. When I started doing that, that's what made me see like, I don't like this. Dude. Because I always did it with like my underwear. Like I never did it fully clothed. Yeah. I wanted my un- I wanted to just kind of have a like boxer right. or something like that where you I'm looking at all of me and I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, you gotta like I looked at myself once, I'm like, look, dude, you gotta do something now because I'm not like and that and that mess that messes your head it up. It changes man. your whole mindset. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you so that's what started being my motivation. When I started doing those uh quotes or just giving myself some type of inspiration in the morning, right. um, and seeing it, I'm like I can't live like this. Right, right. So then the saga continued. Like I that's just what it is. I just took off. 
That's what's up. That's that's amazing. Self self reflection is key. It is. It is, man. And I I I know it's January, uh, November, and I kept saying so. You know, hashtag uh, self love November, but. That's one of the things that I really like. People don't understand. Like you would be like, "Oh, I love myself." Why? How you know? Right. How you know you really love yourself? Right. What have you done or told yourself lately that made? Because just because I feel good, I mean, I love myself, right? That's true. I could look good and still can't look at myself in the mirror. So, like, I posted something a couple of days ago. I'm like, "Hey, I'm challenging you, challenging everybody today. Look in the mirror, say something that you yep. uh, that you admire about yourself, yep. but it has to be in the mirror." Yep. So people were sending me like stuff like, "Well." I, I like the way my nails look. I like my sense of humor. I like, and I'm like, but can you go look in the mirror and say it? Yeah. A couple people told me like, nah, like I couldn't do it because I, I wasn't comfortable enough myself. Right. So that's, so that's that thing where like, I challenge everybody out there, man. Like look in the mirror once a day and just give, it could be, just give yourself a compliment. And I'm not more worried about the confident than the eye contact. Right. Like look at yourself and yep. really whatever you're going to say, say it and mean it. You'll be surprised a lot of people can't do it. That's a good point, man. I know we could keep going on and on and oh, on. Oh, they're kicking me out, y'all. And we got they're some. Me out. They're kicking me out. And we're going to have you back because there's a lot about there's a lot of life that there's still left to talk about with mm-hmm. you. But I think that's a really important point to end on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can lie to everyone, mm-hmm. but you can't lie to yourself. Yep. Stay positive. Look, look in yourself. Do affirmations. Be your best self and put your best foot forward every step of the day. Have faith and believe guys thanks for listening if you want anything want to be on the podcast have any comments you know what to do subscribe dm us if you want to be on boom rolls out peace